my god, the moon is looking right at me. <laughs> Stalker. <laughs> it's like at my window, like looking at me. Um, not like at my window, like it's not right there, but it's like it's in the sky where it belongs. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Hello and welcome to the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. What's up? I think I say my name the same time every freaking week. <laughs> Aaron. I don't think I even say my name like that naturally. But, uh... I guess it works for a podcast. Yeah, it's good. I got really sniffly just as soon as you said we're going to do the silence. Oh, no. I was like, oh, God, don't do it. Don't do it. And then I just, and then I like moved away from the microphone once you started talking. So I was like, at least that way it won't really mess it up. Exactly. Oh, God, what happened? I'm sorry. This day, you can go jump off a fucking cliff and never the fuck come back. Did you just drop the microphone? No, Sunny just jumped up off the table, and when I picked her up, freaked the fuck out and knocked it off of the next stand. I like how it just went, like, like it was very far away and very faint. I hope it really twice before the podcast started she has been removed at least twice and still she's like oh this is where i need to be no i think you know what she is um you know cat and kind of mischievous and all that stuff but potentially she knows that you didn't have a great day and she's trying to be really cute about it that's very sweet of her and i appreciate her intent but i know it's annoying oh i know that's yeah i mean that's what happens i mean my haven does that well he'll be like in my face and uh i'm like can you just not do that right now he's like no but you need me to love you <laughs> i'm like just no i love you i do i yes it's do. true but stop um <laughs> uh, okay gosh all right so Sorry. focus um i should have had like a coffee or an alcohol or something i, I don't made know. i have a, a empty oh, do you have tea mug and a beer and some water so i have lots of wait did you say an empty tea mug? i already drank the tea now i'm drinking the beer and there's water just in case i thought wow you're like pulling a me at least two two to or more two, two to more. plus liquids yeah that's my usually um i think it's funny though i just thought you were just having a tea mug on standby just yeah. in case tea like arrives you never know when spontaneous <laughs> tea will arrive for your face and you need a mug i like the idea of you just having like a tea butler that shows up tea madam <gasps> Tea. I need that. Uh, no, you do need that. I know. <laughs> when we have our giant castle <laughs> uh, with a wing each and for also each must of us. Be, must be a very hot person, male or female. It's fine. But they should be it's very fun. hot. Preferably with an accent. French, maybe. I was going to be very sexy. Was it sexist? Uh. Sure. I don't know <laughs> what, what were you going to say. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. Okay, this, this is off the rails. Uh, but I was going to say bonus if they're not wearing very much but i was like that's not come on aaron yes. that's inappropriate and sexist but i was like wait let's say it's a woman and i'm a woman is that still sexist of me because i am attracted to them sexually no okay i don't think it's sexist either way What's the word it for just that? means you want to see a half-naked person 
And you don't care with the gender. You know what, though? I really like people in, like, big floppy clothes more than anything. Like, so your can... T. Butler will be in floppy clothes. Look, like, basically like Kurt Cobain. <laughs> like, I want that. Like, <laughs> that's what grunge. I no seriously well as you know i've been wearing more of my own lately but there's a guy that i'm not at all attracted to in uh in my class he's actually like bothers me because he's an annoying person and whatever but then like the other day i was like wow from the neck down if i didn't know who you were you're like wearing like the perfect like outfit that i'd be attracted to <laughs> like uh like boots and and like a, a like a rock and roll t-shirt and like a really big cardigan but then i get to the face and i'm like oh i remember i see you I so you. i wasn't as <laughs> but was, I had <laughs> wow all right Ooh, so I, I, I just have another is. qualifier and then i'll stop i promise oh fuck my i try tea. to have a good no i try to have a good oh go ahead go ahead my t butler if it's a dude british yeah. accent chick french accent obviously obviously i and. well i mean i knew the british was kind of like yeah that's is there anything but a <laughs> like? Is there like a non-English butler? No, that's not a thing. Right. And then French. What are you gonna put her like in a French maid outfit while you're at it too? Jeez. Maybe. <laughs> she doesn't need clean anything. Just be attractive. We'll uh, we'll put the application up um on Monster and Indeed and whatever else that she'd like to apply. <laughs> <laughs> it's not well, paying right gonna... now, but yeah, I was gonna say, what, what is the pay rate? <laughs> Like, we can afford to pay you. We could pay you in like cat head rubbings yeah. or something like we that. Lots of that. Yeah, there are plenty of kit cats in the house there. Um, I'm so sorry right. this has gone on. No, 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 I was trying to have a transition of hey, speaking of warm beverages, <laughs> what is the holiday for today? Ho holiday for today. Today's ho holiday <laughs> is National Cocoa Day. It's pretty exciting. You were not excited when we were talking about I was, it before. I just was not excited about anything. I'm very sorry. It's okay. But yeah, you, you don't have to always be. Look, I know we're on a podcast, but you don't always have to be on, Leslie. You don't always. What kind of do to... on a podcast, though? I know that's true. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like the one we both fell asleep during. We'll just kind of zone out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too soothing. Um, uh no uh and you know we've had some good cocoa adventures between the two of us i think yeah. we've done a lot of cocoaing with the fire and all that stuff yep. um so i do know that you like cocoa it's just you were not feeling it at the time and that is perfectly okay thanks um so yeah i'm loving it Our, on the way home i was craving some probably like abuela you know the mexican mm-hmm. hot chocolate i'll make some tonight so uh That's yeah great. I just, I just, yeah. Celebrate what? The holiday? Oh. <laughs> I was so confused. Yeah, holiday. Yeah, the thing we just talked about, Aaron. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, uh, do you have a sugar baker moment for this week? I do, and you already know what it is, but I will share it with everyone else. Um, so, it's it's Tuesday today. We don't normally tape on Tuesday, but we are trying to take back Tuesday and make it good again. So. Oh. It's not just because I'm an ass and I forgot I have to do something on Wednesday. Nope, nope. We're <laughs> taking back Tuesday, that, making it less shitty. Yes, um, it's so, actually hmm? shitty day, so we needed it. Yeah, it was a shitty yeah. day. Tuesdays are usually shitty. Um, oh. Terrible day. Came home mm-hmm. and opened my mailbox, had a package from your face, 
opened it up and it was some awesome Mulder and Scully art and I was very happy. Merry oh, Christmas, we can shout out. Do you know who the artist is? Does it say on the email? I can pull it up. Uh, I think Just there's say. an... It had an address. I don't know if there was. An okay, I'm going to pull it up because I think we should give. Oh, you know what? We can do it on the website, too. But a little shout out to the artist because it's like tattoo parlor prints or something like that on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Lots of different stuff like the dude and like Amelie and um, who else? Stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ugh, poop. I don't have it. Uh, you know what? I'll give it to you so you can put it on the website because I really like that shop. Oh, the, oh, there was one that kills me because it's also um, uh, David Bowie. Oh, I think it's like Return to the Stars Damn or something it. like that. I know. I know. Well, it was obviously happened right after he passed. Yeah. And, uh, oh, man, like I just love that one. And I think that was partially why I originally – I think I saw that on Tumblr or something. And that's why I – um kind of looked at the shop last year and then I saw the Mulder and Scully and I, excuse me, I liked it cause I thought of you and like that art, you know, it's, I, I, I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. I mean, you don't have tattoos, anything like that at all, but you like kind of different stuff. I do. So thank you. There, I'm glad, wow. I just, this has became a weird conversation where I'm like, yes, I did a thing and you like it. And yay. Yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was your sugar maker uh, moment uh mine was i have i've been very lucky that yeah i think it's tattoo parlor prints or something like that um i've been very lucky that <clears throat> i'm trying to go sorry that just cleared my throat into the microphone i've been trying to get money i think we've mentioned it on the podcast uh, uh go with some canadians to <laughs> sri lanka um some canadians i do like to specify that because i'm the i'm the one american <laughs> that's going and uh and they're mainly based in toronto but also Kamloops, which is now my favorite word uh <laughs> that i've never heard before but i'm like Kamloops. it's a good name for a town but uh, uh but trying to go with them to sri lanka in april to work to help build an orphanage. There's a whole, like, I think I've explained this before. Like it's a whole thing. It's not like this white savior shit or anything like that. We're not, it's not like that kind of thing. Uh, It was to help. It was a relief uh, organization when right after the tsunami. And then they made relationships because in Toronto, I think there is like the biggest, uh, community. <laughs> wow, that's bad. That's bad. The word community of uh, Tamil people outside of uh, Sri Lanka, mm-hmm. and so there are a lot of connections there. And um, anyway, so that's too much. But I've been kind of bothering everyone for uh, support for financial support because I am a grad student living in New York City, and I don't have enough on my own. So I was trying to have people help me because I usually have people help me with like, you know, charity walks and that kind of thing. So I've been very lucky. Like you have donated a lot and I'm very, very grateful for that. And uh, I've been surprised by some of the people who've come out of the woodwork and, you know, like five or ten dollars. I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. Like, I, I'm just so like they're like, it's not enough. I'm like, no, it's Leslie, get off of Twitter. Oh. <laughs> you little stinky. <laughs> 
I get notifications. Um, but, uh, but yeah, people have been very sweet and they're like, Oh, I wish you could donate more. I'm like, no, I'm just touched about anything. Okay. That's way too much. But I wanted to preface that I am lucky in general and it's been very sweet. This whole, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say there, but this, this whole journey, I guess journey would work this whole process of kind of figuring out all these things to travel with like a Canadian group, uh, you know, service group and, um, that, uh, but the leader of the group actually donated like a bunch of money to my fund when I was asking her she was trying checking in to make sure I still wanted to go because she had heard from me a while and I was originally going to go to Toronto and meet her in December and then I canceled that trip for the purpose of like a I would have been really stressed out with finals and b I could have more money go towards the, the big trip instead of like a little trip have more money towards the big trip and so we had an email about that and then she went and looked at my fundraising site because I was like, oh, do you have any tips or whatever? Because this is like what she does. And she ended up donating like a bunch of money and being like, I really want you to go on this trip, which I thought was just amazing. I was like, oh, you're like putting your literally your money where your mouth is. Like she told me on the phone, she really wants me to go, you know, but then she just like, yeah, Uh, she basically like covered more than the deposit that (laughs) I'm supposed to give to them. And I was like, oh man, okay. And then my brother had told me, that he wanted, I was like, I don't want presents. I please just donate to me going to Sri Lanka, please. I just don't want, and I don't really need anything, as you know. Um, you did the same thing that my like, you know, Christmas present was donating to it, and I was like, good, that's what I need. I don't need anything else. I just want this experience. I don't need like um, items, you know. And he donated like a bunch of money. Like I could tell that he thinking about it ahead and like saving, you know, in order to do it. And both of those actions as well as everyone that's just done anything and the sweet um, comments that they've given me or messages they've sent me has just been like overwhelming. And uh, I kind of, it came to a head this week with those two donations. So I was like, Oh man, like I'm, it means a lot to me to be supported because people aren't donating. I mean, they are donating to a charity because the money goes to them, but they're also donating to like me that they believe in like what I'm doing. I had one friend that like uh, put on Twitter, which I know you, you definitely say stuff like this when you talk about me too. I'm not going to over shadow that, but uh, my friend, she shared the post uh, on Twitter or the link on Twitter on giving Tuesday. And she said something that like, I was kind of surprised by because she's not like uh, an overly sentimental person. And also I've just never heard her say anything like this to me, but she was like, my friend Aaron makes me believe that there is good in the world. I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> it's too much, you know? So this whole thing's been really interesting. So also, I guess we should like tell people, unfortunately we won't have like new episodes <laughs> the yeah. weeks that I go. Uh, maybe we can, maybe we can like, you know, bank some or something like that. Or I don't know, probably not. Um, <laughs> so you're like, mm. we could no, just like, we, we could try. No, no, I know. I know. Before that, you went, mm. <laughs> I heard a sound. Uh, me. Lies. If you no, if it sounds <laughs> Man, your sassiness got, just got turned towards me today. Oh, no. It's too much. That was a break. No, it's okay. No, no, it's okay. You're, it's, it's all right. I'm just, I'm teasing you. Um, so let's get into the episode, maybe? Yep. 
What did we watch this week? Is that what's next? Is that what we do next? That is what's next. Okay. Um, so this week we watched season two, episode six, Dash Goff the Writer, which first aired October 26, 1987. And TV Guide reads, Suzanne's, is that Leslie? Hmm? When I say, would I, should I say TV Guide writes, <laughs> reads, says, what is, what should I say? What verb? I think you're going to say those. Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> From TV Guide, uh, Suzanne's visiting ex, a novelist who loves flowery southern words and women, is in a writer's slump. I almost said schlump. Isn't that? Is, I don't remember. Um, they just talk about the regular, you know, stars of the show. They didn't point out Gerald McRaney as Dash Goff. What the fuck is so their problem? I, so I added it myself. I was like, Gerald McRaney yes. as Dash Goff. Major Dad yeah. as Dash Goff. Major, you just watched a Major Dad Christmas episode, didn't I you? I did. Right? Like last yeah. week or something? Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Oh, my God. So, so much, funny. So much 90s. So, it's perfect. So, yeah. So, people would know him from <laughs> Major Dad. It's probably not the biggest thing they would know him from. Uh, he was on, like, House of Cards, actually. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. Um, what other things people, like, really recognize him from? <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, what's your favorite thing he did? Major Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I should have sorry, I should have guessed that. Uh he was in this. He's married in real life to yes. um Suzanne Sugarbega. Yes. the Burke. Um, oh man, he was on the all the stuff in the eighties and nineties, like murder she wrote and like A team and uh yep, there's that. There's that major dad. Oh my god, Major Dad was on for four years. That sounds about right. I didn't realize it. I definitely watched it, but I didn't realize it was that many. I'm also I love that on his IMDb page that like when I was looking at just I kind of went to um at the top of the page it said what is it? oh Dolly Parton's Christmas of Many Colors Aww. from this like that's he's in it was a TV movie oh my of god is, I bet it's on Hallmark he's a reverend. <laughs> I need to watch that <laughs> if I can get my hands if on it. Don't so say ch- it. It'll, uh, it'll show up. Oh. <laughs> Magically. Oh, my God. How wonderful. Oh, he's also on, like, This Is Us, which I'm intrigued by. Mm-hmm. Oh, The NeverEnding Story. He was the dad yeah. on The NeverEnding Story. That's the big thing. That is, that I really your, is that your favorite thing that he was in? No, I think Major Dad was my favorite, although I, I it doesn't hit me the same way now watching it as it did when I was little. I'm more oh, like a yeah. nostalgia, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like it as much <laughs> when I was little, but it's very sweet. Um, I think, yeah, Never Ending Story was the one thing I really remembered him from, but he wasn't nice in that. He was kind of a poop. Yeah. And Simon yeah. and Simon was his big thing, I think, right? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I did I ever what? Sorry. No, did you ever see the um, the TV movie Shake, Rattle, and Roll? He was oh yeah i did i still have that cd oh my god of course you do i wish you know what i wouldn't want you to like sell any of it but i kind of want you to have like a museum of your very obscure <laughs> things <laughs> media that you have my, in your life my dumb things. i mean your roommate's christmas present is pretty oh, yeah. amazing i don't think she listens to the show but i'll wait until after christmas to tell y'all what it is yeah, just in case. yeah. Yeah, yeah, safe place. It's safe, pretty amazing. Safe. It's kind of I'm funny that people it. the people who like don't. I'm kind of surprised by. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm like, oh, what you heard that? 
Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, and then I, it's kind of I I kind of expect some people not to listen, and I'll just freely talk about things that that would annoy them because I'm like, you're not listening, so whatever. Oh, he's in the top five thousand on IMDb. Whatever the hell that means. Uh, whatever. That's some crap. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Let's get all up into this wonderful episode. So wait, this is when he and Delta met, or they had already met, or this is the part I'm getting like. Like this is where they they, met. Oh, you know what? There was something really cute she had posted um, on Instagram where she got a, I would say like someone who works with like fabric to embroider. I think like a pillow for. For their anniversary that marked the day they met on set. That's but cute. I think that, so I should have remembered that, that that was something. Let me actually see if I can find it. I found it on our, like, through the Instagram tag of Designing Women, I think, or something like that, that she had posted. That Oh, the, the, the actual designer had said that she was like so touched to have made that for them and that they're so much in love still and it's like adorable and they are still really cute i mean oh my god last year when the last picture i saw them yeah oh yeah 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 um oh interesting yeah they got married in 1989 but so i guess they met here that's so cute he is in this episode <laughs> that was almost like a euphemism. <laughs> he is in this episode. I'm sorry. Tell me what's going on in this episode, Leslie. Um, so we started Sugar Breakers as usual. Um, and Anthony is talking to Mary Jo about the Great Gatsby book report that she has written for him. Yeah. And um, Charlene points out that it's cheating. doesn't like stories like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh no! I sorry. It bleeped That's out when you were talking, and I couldn't hear you. Um. So Charlene says that that's cheating and Anthony says no more so than using monarch notes or a study aid monarch notes monarch notes like from the 60s and 70s monarch notes pre cliffs notes pre spark notes like so old. I love it. I wonder how they got their name like why are they monarch was that a publishing company maybe. I don't oh. remember. I remember buying a used Monarch Notes in college for something that was. What? So I, did, I didn't need like something newer because whatever it was was ancient anyway. Yeah. But yeah. I used them in college. <clears throat> so I thought that was I fun. did in high school when it was something like I didn't want to read all of like Crime and Punishment. <laughs> Towards the end, I'm like, I'm just going to read these cliff notes. It's too much. Uh, yeah, it's too much. Okay, so, yeah. And then Suzanne says, well, I mean, we're talking about an ex-convict, so it's not like it's going to tarnish his reputation. And I love what Julia does with this. Yeah, she says, we all make mistakes. For example, that turban you wore at your third wedding was a mistake. Beautiful. Hit her where it hurts, Julia. Yeah, exactly. And then Charlene adds to it and says, that's right, but that doesn't mean that we think for the rest of your life you're going to be wearing bad hats. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. And then Julia reiterates her remark by saying, you know, stop constantly bringing up the fact that Anthony has been in prison. Yes. And then instead of concentrating on the point at hand, Suzanne asks what was wrong with the turban. People said that she looked like Elizabeth Taylor. And Julia <laughs> says they were kidding that. you. <laughs> oh. Yeah, me too. Um, so but she's, you look like Nehru. And she's like, who is that? And Charlene yeah. says, he was the president of India. I remember in grade school, he was in our weekly reader. Another nostalgic thing. Did you used to read those in, in like, grade school? Yeah. Yeah, I did. 
I remember one with a yeah. lemur on it. And I was like, what is this? It's so oh. cute. I need it. Or no, it wasn't <laughs> a lemur. It wasn't a lemur. It's those things that look like lemurs. Oh, what is Wait, it? Is Something it's baby. Like... Oh, like a bush baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that. Like Australian ones? Yes. I think are they Australian? No, I'm just saying that because something it's, like that. I don't know. Maybe African, even I don't remember. It's a yeah. yeah I'm gonna Google that shit right now. Yeah, they were okay. on the cover of that, the one I remember from like fourth grade. Anyway, sorry. Um, and she says, or Charlene continues and says, I don't think he wore a turban though, huh? It's African and it's a bush baby, also yes. called a galago. Yes. Or galago. I don't know how you pronounce it. Yeah. They're just oh, weird. also nagapai. Yeah. <laughs> so many things but it's oh it looks like it's south african okay they have, they have an african word for it They're okay really cute yeah excuse me um so she says i don't think he wore a turban though it looks more like a soda fountain jerk's cap mm-hmm. yeah that's oh, no all this talk about cheating like makes mary joe guilty and she wants the report back because mm-hmm. julia's made her feel bad and she doesn't want to ruin the rest of anthony's life and now Anthony's upset because he's actually going to have to read these books himself. And he hates yeah. these kind of books. Yeah, I know? love that part. What kind of books? And he's like, you know, the ones filled with symbolism and irony. I don't like irony. I just like a good basic story. And then Charlene says, then you should read Twice Before Dawn. I could not put it down. It's about this girl named Danielle who accidentally marries her cousin. And they think the baby's going to be all right. But then after he grows up, they find out he's off the beam after all. Oh, demon baby. I wonder Don't if this that. book actually exists. I meant to Google it. I'll do it. Oh. And then my next note in all caps just says, Major Dad. So like Quantum Leap, Dad <laughs> now has another name. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne says she thought he was in Fayetteville teaching. And I looked this up, and I don't know if she means Fayetteville, Georgia, because there's not oh. many colleges near Fayetteville, Georgia, except um, like a military one, I think. But huh. if you're talking about like North or South Carolina, yeah, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, yeah, and they have Fayetteville State, so I don't know. Huh. But he wasn't in any Fayetteville. He said he was out in California, and he decided to stop mm-hmm. by and say hey to them on his way back through. I love how he, he like literally stops by, like he has his suitcase with him, yeah. which comes in handy, but for handing out the books. But I thought that was so funny. Like he's on the way, what from the airport right now? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he has a suitcase. And uh, yep. every all of them just love him. He's like such a southern gentleman, yes. has a way with words. Um, but he's a little upset because his novel just got rejected as a book of the month club alternate. So not even like book of the month, yeah. but the alternate. And Suzanne mistakenly <laughs> tries to cheer him up by saying, who wants to be an alternate anyway? You know, the alternate for Miss America doesn't even get a convertible. And then Tash says, well, I hadn't really thought about it that way. Good point. Mm-hmm. Um, he thought he was going to be able to sell the rights in Hollywood um, mm-hmm. uh, to television, but the people changed their minds and turned him down. And he says that the guys he spoke to, he didn't think he had that much power because one of them didn't even have a parking space and he got towed or had to move his car while they were. In the oh, house. yes. Right. right, right. Mm-hmm. And so Charlene asks me, you know, why didn't they, they want to produce it? And he says, you know, I don't know. He, they said the characters were unbelievable, were misfits and eccentrics and black sheep. Which I would totally <laughs> watch and or read that. That sounds awesome. Yep. Yep. And he says in the South, everyone's family is a black sheep. That's what being Southern means. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And uh, 
Mary Jo suggests, you know, well, can't you maybe sell it to the movies? And he's already tried that, too. And they told him it was not feature material and would probably play better on TV. And they said it kind of snotty. Yeah. And Julia says, you know, she wants to read the book and Charlene wants to read the book. And so he says, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm giving them out like party favors, coasters, stockings, Hence the suitcase full of books. God, you can't. What is he doing? Like walking around with all his books in a suitcase? It's going to be heavy. It's going to get pretty heavy, yeah. It's not even a rolly one. That wasn't a thing. (laughs) And uh, his book is called Being Belled. And it's about Mm -hmm. Southern Bells and men and how they connect with each other. And so they start reading passages out of his book. And um, the passage that they read says, And when an affair was over, she left a man dazed and wobbly and squinty-eyed like some old wrung-out gas station dog, all spindly legs and dry heaves, sometimes trying to stand in the shadow of his former self, but mostly just staring disinterested into the hot Delta sun. This is what's known in the South as being belled. Mm-hmm. And I love Julia's voice. when she It's like she gets even more Southern. For like a minute, like she's pretty southern, but it's like yeah. something with her voice and the lilt and like the cadence or whatever gets even mm-hmm. more so as she's reading this book aloud. Mm-hmm. Yes, no, I totally know what you're talking about. And so after that, Mary Jo says she wants a copy too, and Anthony says he may as well take one too. Mm-hmm. And he asks him, Dash, do you happen to have a report that goes with this? <laughs> and so then we cut to Suzanne's house. That's like right before the commercial break, right? Yeah. It's so mm-hmm. funny. It's like, yeah. And we cut to Suzanne's house and Dash is laying on the couch and apparently he's done nothing but that since he got here. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, he's waiting a call on a call and she says, well, you've been waiting on this call for three days. And he's he says it's his last hope. And he tells her not to talk about it. She might jinx it. And so Suzanne plops down and she wants him to look at all these old pictures of them. And yeah. she was like, this is when we met. And he said, yep, you were selling kisses at the pie five booth mm-hmm. a- she had the the highest prices and the longest lines yep yep yeah he said that yep. should have been his first clue <laughs> i love the physical now knowing that they like now reconfirming mm-hmm. confirming whatever that this is where they met i love the physicality of them on the couch together i'm like they were probably already hooking up because clearly there was like you can tell there's some there's people there. who were like there is something, yeah. you know, like to me, that's why I was surprised that this is where they met. Cause I was like, they already acted like people who knew each other, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, who like, you would it'd be like, it's believable that they're married and stuff, or they had been married or they had some kind of friendship beforehand. They're just so cute together already. And I love it. Yes. Their flirting is awesome. And yes. she asks him, do you ever wonder why we got married? And he says, no, I know why I wanted to be a writer and I felt I hadn't suffered enough. Yeah, I love that. I have. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Suzanne's like, "Yeah, well, being married to you wasn't a park, e- wasn't a walk in the park either." Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how you'd always get upset when she'd throw out the wrong papers. And he's like, "I think you're referring to my third novel." <laughs> yep. And she asks him if he still misses her, and he says, "Sometimes when I'm drunk." And <laughs> um, she says that he should do something about it, and like go to the Schick Center or something. I don't know what that is. I thought that means. Um, yeah. But he says, yeah, unfortunately, they don't have a program to mi- uh, for men who are married to you, dated you, or just brushed up, brushed up against you in the elevator. Oh, my God. And that's like her confirmation. She says, you do still miss me. 
Yep. <laughs> and then the phone rings and it's the phone call he's waiting for and it kind of interrupts their little back and forth flirting. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And it's his agent and he has tried to sell his book everywhere and it didn't work. So now he's been rejected from TV movies and they're not even going to release a paperback. Because usually the paperback comes out the year after the hardcover if it sells enough copies. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Suzanne says, you know, well, there must be something else. And he says, yeah, Viewmaster. Don't you know I what saw the hell Viewmaster? That? You know those little red things with the plastic? Uh, and they have the little slides and they move and it's like 3D. Oh, them. I saw yeah, one at Barnes and Noble. I didn't know they still existed. Oh, they're like new ones. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Wow. Just they were oh my god. From our childhood. Oh man, that's amazing. Yeah, they need to make like, okay. scenes from his book in Viewmaster. Well, oh, that Leslie. Not all of it. <laughs> it's dirty. Just. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they should. And. He says this is the beginning of the end. None of his books haven't gone to paperback. You know, he's washed yeah. up at 34. It's like, whoa. Oh, babe. They were babies. And yeah. uh, Suzanne um, is like, they go back to Sugar Bakers like the next day or whatever. And Suzanne says that he's driving her crazy. All he does is sit around and watch Father Knows Best reruns and stares out the window. Mm. And she talks about how he used to be so dashing. <laughs> And, uh, she's never seen him like this and Mary Jo's like well you know she doesn't understand why the things aren't selling she really loved this book and she laughed her head off Julia yeah. also loved it um, but she can see how it wouldn't easily translate to film and Charlene starts reading from- they all like read their favorite part yeah I thought that was really cute and uh, yes. Charlene says she was a woman who enjoyed littering and to her men were just as good as Kleenex <laughs> Oh, it's horrible. I love it. It's it's amazing. And then Mary Jo yeah. says she had one of those guilty smiles where the corner of the mouth turned upward just in time to keep the lips quiet, leaving a man to wonder if she'd wrecked his car, slept with his best friend, or given all his clothes to the Salvation Army. And then she loses her shit. And she's like, mm-hmm. if that isn't Suzanne Sugarbaker, I'll eat my desk. <laughs> and just oh my God. And Julia yeah. tickled too. And, um,. They start talking about how they love his work, but they're not bothering to let him know it. And so Julia says, you know, I want to take him to dinner, tell him how much I like the book. Mm -hmm. And so this kind of begins, like, the the series of, like, Dash spending time with each woman, which I really liked. And Anthony. And Anthony, yes. And you get to see, like, not only different parts of this guest star's personality, but, like, like how good like good of a person he is almost because he the way he interacts individually with each person and like it's not just the same interaction with all four of them mm-hmm. and so it shows like how they appreciate him and he appreciates them and it's very cute mm-hmm. so julia and dash come back in from dinner at sugar bakers and he apologizes and says he wasn't a very good company and julia says you know you're always good company and her one uh, pang of regret uh, when she finished the book was that he's not her brother-in-law anymore. That was so cute. That I wasn't was sure for just a minute. I was kind of like wondering where this was going. Oh yeah. You know that she's like, I'm going to take him out to dinner. And then like, <laughs> he's being all like cute and like she pours drinks. And I was like, if this were a sitcom today, probably yeah. something awkward would have happened. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Okay. Good. I thought, I'm glad I wasn't the only no. one who thought that. I thought that okay. too for a second. I was like, wait a second. Okay. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. 
But uh, she says that she liked being related to someone who had that kind of panache and style, and there's not that much left in the world. And she says, you know, few people appreciate good literature or can even read for that matter. And Dash points out that she's, he thought she always belonged to another time. And Julia mm-hmm. asks where he would put her. And he says, yeah. sometime before flirting became extinct, letter writing was an art, stationery yes. was engraved, and dinner was an event. Ugh. I love the Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just had a thought. I was like, wow, he writes so well. I'm like, well, clearly the writers of this episode write yeah, so well. Like, exactly. they wrote these lines. I mean, he delivers them beautifully, but it's, it's just wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Julia says that she even disbanded her junior study club. Which is Mm -hmm. really just a book club. And she's like lamenting that this doesn't exist anymore. And I'm happy to report there are so many hoes in book clubs today. (laughs) Yes, of course. Reading isn't dead. No. Maybe it's just that that particular one died. Is that what she meant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's like disbanded. Yeah, yeah, just her particular one. But then she's like kind of using it to be like, oh, people don't read anymore. And I'm like, oh, you're right. Yeah. We've got book clubs. Yes. Book clubs in person, on the internet. Wait, did you find a particular, like, funny, funny book club or something? Like a sticky one? I did not. Mm -hmm. Anything? Oh, okay. I thought maybe you were, like, talking about, like, you looked them up or something. Well, that would be weird. They already exist. What am I talking about? Yeah. I don't know. Never mind. (laughs) But then she says, you know, it's a silly idea, but maybe she could start it up again. Um, Organize a study club and he can be, like, their teacher. And they could include Anthony because he's having all this trouble with American Lit. Yeah. And, um, so I mean, Anthony completely has a point. Like, this, they get on to the symbolism and the, and uh, uh, sometimes I just don't want to read that. I make, I guess you have to go to class. But. Yeah. And they talk about <laughs> The Great Gatsby, which is fine. Like, it's not a Ugh, bad so book, but it's not like the best work in American history. I'm gonna look, no shade to anyone who does love it. I want to, like, sense particular. Shay to someone who you refer to as dummy, who I know does not listen to this podcast. And that was his favorite. This is my ex, guys. Uh, that was his favorite book. And it's like, I should have known that he was just a pretentious idiot when I found that out. Like, at one point, I was like, oh, like, I reread it, you know, to, like, be more closer to him and, like, whatever. But, like, ugh, if that's your favorite book, you can like it. Oh, yeah. And, and and I'm sure there probably are people listening who is their favorite book, but like you should check yourself. Be like, am I a pretentious asshole? <laughs> like, why do I like it? You know, like there there are probably some people who like it for very really valid reasons, but mm-hmm. he he was an idiot. So I'm with Anthony on this one. Me as too. Honest. Like I read it as an adult, and like it's fine, yeah. and I enjoyed the book more than any of the movie adaptations I have seen. But oh yes, too. It's I sorry. Mean, it's, for- me too <laughs> it's, it's well crafted it's well written the man could hold a pen but like eh. and also at the time i can appreciate you yes. know what he was doing too yes it is a product of its time but ugh. but yeah yeah we i don't want to write word about it <laughs> no absolutely not um so dash yeah. on his way out asks julia if she happened to find you know herself in his novel at all and she's mm-hmm. like no well, there was one passage about a woman who ran a perpetual temperature from cold porcelain to hot steel and could fan a fire with a quick, quick sachet of her walk. But I didn't think that was about me. Yeah. Dash says, well, it was. Uh, uh, and so, so good. next we move on to Dash and Charlene, and they are out uh, eating dinner also. 
but we actually they're sitting beside each other in like this booth or whatever it is yeah Yeah. they're not across from each other and in contrast like with julia we like we actually get to see them like eating their dinner and being out and stuff and Mm -hmm. um Charlene laments that there are well I'm using that word a lot uh she says she doesn't know why there's like there aren't sexy love scenes anymore oh my gosh she asks him has he noticed and I think she's talking about more well she's thirsty she's the only one who hasn't been married (laughs) she was and she is the romantic you know Mm -hmm. she always talks about you know the guy she's gonna marry and the psychic and all that stuff yeah and yeah. she says, you know, even in movies, like, no one ever says I love you, and they're not even, like, mm-hmm. sweet to each other in the films. And mm-hmm. so she brings up uh, a character in his book named Dink Oliver, mm-hmm. and she just, like, loves him, and especially when he's in bed with the uh, the female character, Allison, and she says, take me again and again. And then it says, I can't take her <laughs> again and again because that only happens in novels. She loves it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, and she says, you know, I think Dink's is, Dink is sexy to me, but like you probably don't care about what I think because I'm just an average person. And then Dash tells her, you know, there's nothing average about you. And so she gets curious mm-hmm. about what he would write about her. Mm-hmm. And so he uh, quotes off, you know, Charlene, she was all cotton candy and pink champagne, legs that stretched out for five or six miles. And one of those laughs that made you feel like riding around in a convertible. And so, so she says, you know what I'd write about you? Dash Goff. Darn sweet. <laughs> so is... cute. And Ugh. then we cut to Anthony. And they're just hanging out, having a beer. And they're talking about Fats Domino. And Dash says, you know, you're too young to remember Fats. And Anthony's like, no way, man. I was in junior high school. And we had this old black magician who would come to our school, Mr. D. Weldon Scott. And he, for some reason, always used Fats Domino in his background music. And mm-hmm. one time he made a rabbit disappear into a hat and then he called Anthony on stage to verify that there is no rabbit any longer in his hat. And he says, you know, so I go up there and I, I see a rabbit staring at me through the lining in the hat. <laughs> and he asked me. I like the idea of just these little eyes like yes. staring at him like, oh, no. But then also the magician's like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> And yeah. uh, he says that Blue Monday was playing on the loudspeaker. His hands were shaking, and he was standing there pleading with me through those yellow eyes. And Anthony said, no, sir, I do not. And he said, <laughs> after the assembly, he gave uh, Anthony a dollar, and Anthony was then arrested in the candy store that afternoon for passing counterfeit. <laughs> and Dash tells him, you know, he ought to put that down on paper. And Anthony's like, no, nah, you know, I couldn't write anything. And Dash says, well, you just did, which is cute. Oh, I love that. And I love that, like, Anthony is the one telling the story. Like, mm-hmm. and then saying, you know, oh, I can't write anything. But he can. And then cut to Dash and Mary Jo. And uh, he's helping her pick books out for her kids at the bookstore. Oh, so cute. And this is where we find out he used to review children's books. And she asks about <sighs> Sylvester and the Magic Pebble. <laughs> And this is a re- it's really cute. Oh, he's like, it's about oh, this donkey man. that turns into a boulder and what? You'd have to be there. <laughs> oh, man. I love that. Yeah. And then this is Mary when Mary Jo talks about, like, where she first fell in love with reading. And it was Little Women. Mm-hmm. Oh, loved it. I was hoping she was going to say, like, something like that, like Little Women or, the like, a princess or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Was it a Little Princess or, like, little Secret princess, Garden or, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Oh, no, no. And uh, she said she really wanted to be Joe, but then as she grew up, she realized some of us just aren't the stuff that great literature is made of. And then he says my favorite line. Ah, 
I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Everyone's a character. Just some of us haven't met the right writer yet. Uh, so good. I love and it. And then he recommends Huck Finn and says it's a must for every daughter. And I thought that was really Huck- cool. Huh? It, that is that, that is awesome. And then luckily it has a little bit better language than Tom Sawyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but it's not uh, it's actually kind of scary though yeah yeah but yeah. i think it's cool because he's like it doesn't pick out like a princess book or like you know yes girls yes her book. face she's so happy about yeah. this yes it's like an adventure book um yeah and mary joe says i like your style yeah and so then now that he's had all of his individual interactions we go back and they're having their like study club meeting and they're reading Gatsby <clears> and anthony is reading it aloud this one part i didn't i didn't write that part down because it's not dash writing so whatever and um he finishes reading and dash you know says that that's a great passage of american literature and it's the sort of thing someone might miss out on if he just read the synopsis mm-hmm. and then suzanne <laughs> she's like who is this Daisy person? And the whole time she's sitting there, we see her going through her purse. Oh my god! Yeah, like applying makeup and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So Mary Jo's like, we just covered that, and Charlene's like, eh, she's been cleaning out her purse the whole time. She hasn't been listening. Nope. And Suzanne says the only Daisy I know is married to little Abner. And um, wow, that's a real deep reference there. So deep. And then she's like, I didn't know we were gonna have to adopt Dash for life and organize a class around him. I think she's more just annoyed that, like, everyone else is giving him attention and receiving his attention. I think so, too. And I love, like, Charlene's comeback to that. She's like, Daisy was never married to little Admiral. They just dated. Mm Mm-hmm. And so Dash points out that last time they talked about shrinking language and how our adjectives don't really cover what we're thinking and meaning and, like, counterfeit communication. He uses all these big words. And Anthony's like, what? And Mary Jo says, we don't talk good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he says yes and we don't write good so he wants them all to come up with a descriptive sentence about somebody else in the room he encourages similes very heavily in his examples Mm -hmm. and he says Mm -hmm. for example about julia she was the kind of woman who wore old money as casually as last year's clothes and suzanne's like that's not a good one and so he tells her to try one and suzanne says he was like an ex-convict who cheated on his book report (laughs) <laughs> Horrible. Suzanne, leave him alone. I mean, and then all at once they call her. She's out. supposed to stop with that. Yes, yeah. yes. I'm glad. I, it's. I kind of like. It's frustrating that she keeps talking about this, but I like how it's being used as a tool mm-hmm. to be like, hey, some people do, you know, kind of harp on things, and then they're like, hey, we can like forget what people's past things were. Oh God, I did. That was not eloquent. Quinn, but you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. I like, like I'm, I'm instantly annoyed whenever Suzanne does it, but then now I'm like, oh, it's actually a bit of like a like a story tool. Just be like, hey, yeah, no, it's an opportunity. Accept people where they are. Exactly. Yeah. And Anthony's like, now that's cold. And yes. Um, so Anthony picks one, and he says she was the kind of woman that treated men like old gas station dogs, and looks like mm-hmm. pointedly at Suzanne. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mary Jo does hers, and she said she was the kind of woman who would have dated Lee Harvey Oswald in high school. That's... And Charlene's like, why are y'all looking at me? Mary Jo, I can't believe you said that. Oh, yeah, it's because she does have bad taste in men. I didn't really get that for a minute, but I forgot that she... She's... Yeah, she has a bad track record. (laughs) Oh, man. So it's Charlene's turn, and she says, if words could kill, this woman would be on death row. 
And mm. everybody's like, ha, ha, ha. And Julia's like, yeah, yeah. Next. And Mary Jo kind of gets this, like, saddish look on her face. And mm-hmm. Dash asks her what's wrong. And she says, well, she just thinks it's telling that everyone had something to say about everybody else but her. And it proves that she's yeah. not a character. I was like, yeah. that face. Yeah. And then Suzanne says, for crying out loud, she can have mine. Give her a gas station dog. Rachel <laughs> oh. doesn't want that one. No. Um, and so I think um, she says, we'll take the one that he wrote about me, talking about Dash. And Charlene says, you mean the one about throwing men away like Kleenex? No. no. And Julia's like, no, that doesn't fit Mary Jo. And no. uh, Suzanne says, I can't believe I'm the only litter bug around here. <laughs> and so Dash composes one for Mary Jo. And oh. he says, Mary Jo is part calico choir girl, part satin dance hall doll with amber eyes and a dash of Hellcat red in her hair. The kind of woman wants, a kind of woman a man wants in his bedroom when he's sick and in his bed when he's not. I knew it was going to go there. I was like, ooh, ooh. Like, out loud. That's what my dad said. Ooh. <laughs> It's a very like quotable and like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. What is it this old Southern lady say whenever they're like flustered? Isn't there like some sayings? I wanted to like shiver me timbers, but like that's not right. <laughs> I don't know, we'll have to look them up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there are probably some good old sayings and stuff like, oh my, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm an old Southern woman, but I can't remember right now. <laughs> And Suzanne says, get serious. Mary Jo a Hellcat? Mary Jo's like, I might be a Hellcat in disguise. Um, mm-hmm. And so Julia kind of interrupts their bickering. And uh, she says, I've been working on one. And she says, Dash Goff, a lover of women, mostly Southern, and words, all kinds. And when he got them both together between two covers, it was a rip-roaring, fire-cracking roller coaster of a ride. And we're all the better for having bought a ticket. I feel like that needs to be his damn blurb for yeah. like a reprint of the book. Yeah, like come on, <laughs> like let's get, let's get some sales. <laughs> oh well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, 2016. 2016 Twitter profile. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, Dash has been <clears throat> rejuvenated. He's even like thinking about writing, a, starting a new novel, and he's packing up the next yes. time he gets Suzanne's. And he's uh, lost a lot of buttons on his shirt. So many buttons. <laughs> did you notice that? I like, it was almost actually. a button to his damn, like, belly button. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's feeling more confident. He's got, like, nothing on. Uh, <laughs> that, that should be what happens with our T butlers. It should be yeah. only a minimum of two buttons, minimum. lower buttons only. It's amazing. <laughs> Wait, minimum? Sorry, maximum. Maximum, maximum of yes. two buttons. The lower level ones. Lower okay, level. sorry. Wow, I got it. No. That was amazing. Um, no, nope. continue. And uh, Suzanne's kind of jealous, and she says that, you know, he's been having fun with Julia, Mary Jo, and Char- Charlene, oh. and she's glad they could inspire him with their old money and legs that go on for six blocks and Hellcat hair. Uh-huh. And Dash was like, what do you know about legs? And she said, Char- Charlene told her, everyone <laughs> seems to have been able to lift his depression, but Suzanne, mm-hmm. and he's like, you're not getting jealous on me, are you? And she's like, I could inspire you again, too, if I wanted to. And mm-hmm. he says, you inspire me just standing there. Oh! Yeah. yeah. What if, so Leslie, Leslie, what if he really meant that? He probably he's really meant it. falling in love with her, he and they're still, really the, they're still together, and I'm going to die. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> and uh, Suzanne said, I never believed for one second. I couldn't do it if I put my mind to it. And he says, neither did I, and comes in for the kiss. And oh, it's a god it's so cute. Ugh. and so the next morning 
That's Listeners' ears as I'm just grunting this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> and Sorry, uh, Suzanne says she had to go see Dash off, and he hated to go. And she said, "I guess that man's just always going to be in love with me." Oh man! And he left them all a note, and they uh, get Julia to read it out loud. And she reads it and says, Yesterday in my mind's eye, I saw four women standing on a veranda in white gauzy dresses and straw-colored hats. They were having a conversation and it was hot. Their hankies tucked in cleavages where ethereal trickles of perspiration run from the female breastbone to exotic vacation spots that southern men often dream about. They were sweet-smelling, coy, cunning, voluptuous, voracious, delicious, pernicious, vexing, and sexing. These earthly, these earth sister rebel mothers, these arousers and carousers, and I was filled with a longing to join them, but like a whim of scarlet, they turned suddenly and went inside, shutting me out with a bolt of the latch, and I was left only to pick up an abandoned handkerchief and savor the perfumed shadows of these women. These southern women, this Suzanne, this Julia, this Mary Jo, and Charlene. Thanks for the comfort. Dash Goff, the writer. And there's this really cool picture that you posted. Oh, I love it. You were yes, nice I love it. Screen cap and post. Sorry, it wasn't really good screen cap, but I was so moved by it. I, I know. Like, I like, it's yes. so pretty in their white gauzy dresses and their straw color. I love it. I would wear Mary Jo's outfit. Oh, shit. That should have been my favorite. It wasn't. Sure. <laughs> it was okay, good, because oh. that's mine. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. Spoilers. Spoilers. No, no, no. That's good. We didn't choose the same one. But I, w- I would have worn that. I thought it was so good. Well, I don't think I could pull it off. But, uh, yeah, I th- but you know what I mean? Like, in 2016, I think you would look like you're trying too hard. But I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I interrupted your talk no, about the beautiful picture. that's it. That's the end of our episode. Oh, and okay. it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, okay, sorry, let's, well, I've already kind of jumped the gun. Please okay. talk about your favorite outfit. Uh, so Mary Jo's is my favorite at the end. Uh, they're yes. all really my favorite, but, you know, if I had to choose yeah. one, of course, it's going to be Mary Jo's. Yeah. To load so I can talk about it. Oh, I can talk about mine while it's loading if that's easier for okay, you. Okay, just loaded. Sorry. Um, okay, it's it's the white gauzy dress, but it's got like longer like lace sleeves over top of this like almost camisole white dress mm-hmm. that comes down about mid calf, and mm-hmm. she's got her hair pulled back, and she's holding her straw colored hat that has feathers around the brim, and it's kind of, not feathers. Sorry, flowers. And then it's kind oh, of like, yeah, like the ringing, the ribbon is like hanging off and she's like looking to the side and it's not like super big or like, like anything. It's flowy. And no, it's, it looks like one of those, like almost what would it be 1920s yep. style dresses that just kind of hung. It was when everyone was super skinny in between the wars, you know, <laughs> so yeah. like dresses were like, just, just, you know, just, just hung on them and stuff. They're just these straight little things. I loved it though. So simple. Yep. The shape, not the, obviously it has stuff oh, on yeah, it, yeah, you know, but, but it's uh, such a good shape. Uh, mine was the opposite of that. It was <laughs> Suzanne's blue dress that she's wearing for actually a couple of scenes. Do you remember it? Yes. Uh, I loved the shape of it because, and also I love how it's like a damn party dress, but she's just wearing it on like a Tuesday. You know, she's, it's like, she's even at home with her, like, ex-husband like lounging and smoking on the sofa uh and uh, looking like some damn like Hemingway or whatever and then she's like where it looks like a party dress to me although I, for her she probably wears much fancier for party dresses <laughs> but um it's a beautiful deep 
deep blue, almost purple, you know, and uh, has this great like white collar. It's got buttons. It's got like a, uh, it comes in at the waist and has not like a belt, but you know, one of those like, uh, like waistbands around it. And she has little um, white collars and she's definitely wearing one of those like poofy things Mm -hmm. under it and stuff. And it's like, what do you call those things? Are they petticoat boots? If it's it's the poofy kinds that are like crinoline and stuff, you know? Um, and yeah, so it's a, I just thought it was so great. Well, can we talk about her hair in this episode? (laughs) Yeah. Has its own, what would I say? Has its own gravity Mm -hmm. or something like that. It's just so big. That face, you should post if you still have it, that face that you captured. Oh yeah. I literally just took the picture. I didn't get a screen cap, but I can post it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this was a really, really fun episode. I think it may have been one of my favorites so far. Yeah. Because it's just like, it isn't flowery. It isn't like they aren't trying to, yeah, I don't know. It's it's almost simple and effective, you know? Mm -hmm. It does lean quite a lot on Dash. If Dash wasn't a actor or character, then he'd be in trouble. But um, he was. He was fantastic, and I was totally enamored. I don't know why. I usually don't... You know, I'm more like Julia with men. Some Well, no, not really. That's not accurate at all. More like Charlene with men. But, uh, you know, like, I was was still all, all, uh, you know, in a tizzy. Uh, if If he had said any of that to me, yeah, I would be it just melted. So, um, uh, I don't know what my point was. That's probably why I like it. Yeah, me <laughs> too. I love like, oh. his language, his flowery. Yes, words. of course you do. You're all about that. The wordage stuff. You're good at that. Um, yeah. So this was a fun episode. Next week we'll have our like kind of Christmassy episode, I guess. Right. I mean, it's not going to be a Christmas episode of the show, no, but... but it'll be like us being before, Prior, what am I going to say? Christmas week, basically, mm-hmm. um, for people who celebrate it. And also, excuse me, I shouldn't let's not overlook that Hanukkah starts on Sunday night. That's uh, true. That week as well. So it was fine. I think it goes. Hanukkah goes like to like. So since it starts like Christmas Eve, it's like they cover uh, Christmas and New Year's this year, which I like. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's a kind of that's kind of an interesting little way that it worked out um is that all we have leslie that's it check us out on yeah. the internet facebook yeah. twitter instagram tumblr youtube pinterest um if you like us please take a moment to rate and review us on the itunes thanks guys thanks Thank for you. listening we'll see you next time bye, bye. Just need to know my friendship won't end. What he wants at the end of the class, and he was like, and how many pages are your is your paper supposed to be? And like you were like, he's like twelve, right? And then one guy's like seven. He's like, are we are we like bartering? He's like, yeah, I'm gonna negotiate. Like I'll you know I'll come up from seven, you come down from twelve. We will settle on ten, and it'll be great. <laughs>